Welcome to another episode of Sports and Discourse with your host, Derek Stevenson. And on today's episode, unfortunately, I got to talk about another disappointing loss for my Kentucky Wildcats. And I knew February was going to be tough on us, um, or I'll say the later part of January into February. I knew it was going to be one of the toughest parts of our schedule, and um Last couple of weeks, we've been playing bad. Uh, we lost three of the last four back-to-back at home. So we ain't been, um, you know, we ain't been on point. We ain't been doing what we supposed to do. And this year, it's been tough for a lot of college teams to win on the road. So there are some times when I expect, like, if we playing on the road, we may drop a game here or there. But we got to secure home, uh, home court advantage. We got to. You know, when we playing in Rupp Arena, we supposed to win the majority of those games. And I don't want to get too down because on the one hand, I feel like there's going to be a lot of teams that's going to be in the top five to top ten. And they're going to lose a decent amount of games. So when Kentucky's dropping a couple games here and there, it does make me a little worried. But I still do feel like we have a good chance to get a decent seed in the tournament because even if you look at like Tennessee, I think um, Tennessee had lost uh, four or five games as well. Um, I think it might have been four. So everybody that's, you know, all the top teams are still losing games. Um, so we ain't no different. The only thing that really worries me is that with us being so young and us not knowing how to play defense, when we play teams like Tennessee, Tennessee's, uh, they got a team full of veterans. They are they real physical, big. Those are the teams that are going to match up poorly for Kentucky uh, or poorly against Kentucky, I'll say, because we just got a lot of young, talented dudes. But we, you know, the guys that we were relying on mostly, they just not physically ready to compete in these type of games, these ugly, nasty, physical games. Like I said, um, our defense has already been a problem for us. You know, we weren't full strength. The second game in a row, DJ Wagner has set out. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, earlier in the season, people was making a big deal about DJ playing kind of bad. But DJ had kind of turned up a little bit. So now that he's not there, we missing his play because DJ was adding us, you know, another 12 to 14 points a night. He was giving us, you know, effort on defense I ain't gonna say he was playing great defense but he was giving us effort and um you know last night last night was one of those games where I felt like finally my guy Trey Mitchell folded um and I'm not gonna harp too bad on Trey Mitchell because Trey Mitchell has probably been the most consistent player that we've had all season so I can't really say too much bad about Trey I guess it was uh, about time for him to have one of these games. Unfortunately, um, this was one of the games that we probably needed him the most. So if he was going to have a poor performance, we maybe could have escaped some of the other teams that we played without Trey. But against Tennessee, we absolutely got to have Trey playing uh, good basketball. And he, uh, he did end up having five rebounds, but that's pretty much all he did. In 24 minutes, he missed all of his uh, field goals. You know, two threes, he missed his free throw, didn't score one single point, had one assist. And usually 
I can count on Trey to give us, a, you know, a nice little 10-plus points a game, 5-plus points rebounds, and, you know, a few little assists here and there. Because, like I said, I always like the offense when it runs through Trey. So, last night, man, Trey just, uh, for whatever reason, um, you know, he couldn't get it together. And I had read some earlier, you know, I don't know if it's true or not, but I think he may have been uh, dealing with a little bit of a back injury. Um, and if that's the case, it definitely showed. And I hope that um, if that was it, I hope that it's not going to be something that's going to affect him for the rest of the season because he did have an extreme drop-off in production. He's never played this poorly in a Kentucky uniform. I don't know what he may have done in some of his other schools, but he ain't never played this bad. Um, and that may have been the difference of us winning or losing. Um, Justin Edwards actually had one of his better performances. Uh, he gave us seven points. It ain't much, but seven points, uh, four rebounds. He was playing some pretty good defense. Um, so, you know, I ain't going to get, I ain't going to harp too much on Justin Edwards because he actually didn't play bad. He didn't explode, but he didn't play bad. Um, Rob Dillingham, uh, he turned all the way up. Uh, Rob did everything he could do to try to win the game for us. Um, you know, 14 for 20, 6 for 8 from 3, uh, 35 points and 4 assists. Rob was trying to put the team on his back. And uh, a lot, I had seen a lot of people comment that there was some questionable substitution going on when Rob was hot. Um, and, you know, like I said, I don't, I don't know what to make of that. Uh, maybe Cal was just feeling like he had to rest him at certain points and he was trying to, like, keep him fresh. Um because he knew he was going to be key for us. But um, a lot of people was kind of questioning his substituting decisions, but Rob was going crazy. Uh, and I knew Rob was going to have one or two of these games where he was going to explode. So um, that was that was his one where, um, yeah, he was getting busy. He was, he was showing you the talent that he has. Now, like I said, the only thing is with these guys being so young and so underdeveloped physically um, – Tennessee just got tougher dudes, you know what I'm saying? They just got more physical dudes, nastier play style. And um, this Kentucky team, I ain't going to call them soft, but because um, I think I don't think they scared. Uh, I think they play hard. I just think, you know, they physically just – there's some matchups that just aren't going to go in their favor. Um, but I don't think it's because they soft. I think they all play hard and they all confident. Um, but, you know, it just – is what it is. Tennessee's got a lot of veterans. So, um, you know, they did all they could do. Reed Shepard, uh, he had a nice game. Um, Reed's kind of been playing a lot better since, uh, you know, he's been getting more shots and stuff lately. Uh, like I said, uh, I think he had been getting froze out a little bit, not purposefully, uh, but just because other guys was playing better and taking more shots. So, wasn't a whole lot of room for him to get a lot of shots. But he ended up giving us 16 points and six assists. Super solid game from Reed. Um, you know, he was scrapping. He got five rebounds. Reed always going to scrap. Reed always going to play hard. Uh, he going to try to get in there and get some steals. He going to mix it up with some guys. So, Reed definitely gave the same effort and same type of performance that we used to seeing from him. Adu Thero had a nice little solid game. Uh, 9.6 rebounds. You know, uh, that's about what I expect in the uh, – you know, a need from a dude. A dude was playing some okay defense. You know what I'm saying? Uh, six, seven for eight from the free throw line. So a dude played a nice little game. And then obviously, um, you know, Antonio Reeves definitely uh 
did what he does. He scores. Um, you know, he didn't really shoot the three ball that well. And actually, you know, to, to be honest with you, he didn't shoot a great percentage, but still he made some nice baskets, uh, some nice timely plays here and there. Uh, if he would have been a little bit more efficient, he he might have could have had, you know, he might have could have got close to 30 points. Um, but he, he, did, he did what he normally does. Um, couldn't, you know, I expected him to get his 20 points. He got it. Um, Anyenzo, you know, Anyenzo works hard. And um, Anyenzo, I do think eventually is going to be a good uh, player. And definitely, I think he's getting better and better each night when he's playing defense. He still makes some mistakes, you know. Like a lot of these guys, I said, they get sealed off a lot and uh, give up open lanes to the basket. But Anyenzo scraps. Anyenzo plays hard. Anyenzo is is basically still in the starting position because we got Aaron Bradshaw. And Aaron Bradshaw ended up with six rebounds last night. But uh, you just want to see a little bit more production from Bradshaw's two points. It just ain't going to be enough for us to win the championship. Uh, no Big Z. Um, so I don't know what's going on with Big Z, man. Um, you know, we did all of this, uh, you know, this big campaign to get Big Z back. And he came out the first game and he looked like uh, – Luka Doncic or somebody, you know what I mean? And uh, then I don't know what happened to Big Z, but uh, he's just been missing in action. So that's been kind of disappointing because I was expecting the team to take another turn, to step up another notch when Big Z got on the court with him, especially after seeing him at first game. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty disappointing. But um, I just think that um, – Unfortunately, I I got to get to my man Cal, um, and I'm I would classify I would classify myself as a Cal defender um, because I'm I'm just honest. When Cal first came to Kentucky, he said he was going to um, be a player's first university, and he sold his pitch to everybody that he's going to get these kids to the NBA, turn these kids into mega millionaires, and he's done that. But he also sold us a little bit of a just watch what I do and everything will work itself out. And in the beginning part of his career at Kentucky, it was definitely, um, you know, I was 100% in on it because everybody knows we had four Final Fours, one championship. So it was really looking like Calipari was about to change college basketball um, and have Kentucky dominant every year with these young freshman-based teams. But um, unfortunately, I'm starting to lean a little bit towards the fan base that says you might have to start adapting your coaching style to winning games at Kentucky and keep the NBA goals and dreams on the back burner just a little bit. I think that um, the guys that he has, that he's recruiting, a lot of them are going to eventually develop and be nice NBA players. But I think if he wants to maximize what he can get out of them while they're at Kentucky, satisfy the fan base, satisfy you know, the university, I think he needs to start shifting his mentality a little bit. I think you may need to explore some other options offensively. Um, 
you might need to teach a couple of different defenses just so that you aren't so predictable. Um, because I think um, in the beginning when he first implemented this NBA-style offense, um, it worked. It was very successful because, you know, people were still trying to learn and trying to scout what he does. And it was a little bit harder to, to game plan for it. Now I think people have just seen it so much that I think they just know how to formulate a good game plan to try to compete. And some nights uh, Kentucky's just going to have too much talent where they're just not going to be able to be stopped. Other nights or other situations like with Tennessee where they just physically too strong for Kentucky, sometimes they can deal with it. And uh, I think it's just – I think he needs to start trying to win games at Kentucky first. I get that he wants, um, you know, everybody to realize their dreams. I understand that. But I do think at some point you got to try to satisfy the, the fan base of Kentucky. You got to try to win for the name on the front of the jersey, uh, which is Kentucky. And I think he might need to start reevaluating that because now – I just don't think you can win with a whole group of just freshmen leading the team. Like I think he may have to shift his uh his roster building style. I don't even want to call it recruiting anymore because with the NIL and the transfer portal, I don't even know if you can really look at it as recruiting. So I call it team building, roster construction. Um so I think he might need to reevaluate how he constructs his rosters going forward. And you may have to get more guys like a Trey Mitchell that has a lot of experience. Go find some of these guys that's really nice, that's juniors and seniors. Bring them to Kentucky. Then you add a couple of guys like a Rob Dillingham, like a Reed Shepard. Uh, add them to the mix of that, and I think you could be more successful. Because if Rob and Reed Shepard was the starting backcourt, and then they were playing with you know, a combination of three juniors and seniors, I think they would give Kentucky a chance to win the championship. If Kentucky had two or three guys that played as consistently as Trey Mitchell, even, you know, discounting uh, against Tennessee, but if they had two or three guys that played, you know, that consistent to, you know, guide and, and help lead uh, two young star or young talented freshmen, I think Calipari could be more successful at Kentucky. Um, and like I said, I'm a Cal defender. I love Calipari. I think Calipari is a good coach. I think he can do all the things that people say he can't do, like the X's and O's. I think he can be an X's and O coach um, if it was necessary. I think he just doesn't think it's necessary. I think he thinks that he can still win championships just playing this pro-style basketball with these young uh, freshmen. And I just don't know if that's the case, man. I, I, I'm i just starting to feel like maybe he's going to have to start exploring other options, uh, other coaching styles, because I just feel like at some point it's going to be hard for anybody, you know, any of the fans to keep supporting it. Uh, like I said, it's, it's taken me a long time to even start to feel like I feel now, but now I'm starting to, become more like in the in the middle about how I feel about it because I, I do understand you know what he's trying to do and I'm cool with him trying to turn these kids into millionaires 
Kentucky is still a good program. Like even, you know, after that loss, we still going to be in the top 25. So Kentucky is still always going to be a force in college basketball. But to avoid having these long droughts where we go into the final four, where we get in championships, I think he may have to start to um, do things a little differently. Um, but anyways, man, we're going to wrap it up right there. It was a disappointing loss, man. Not not because I didn't think Tennessee was a good team. I thought Tennessee was going to give us problems. You know, I think Tennessee is rightfully one of the best teams in college basketball. Um, definitely, probably, definitely, probably capable of winning the championship. Um, so I knew they was going to, you know, fight hard and give us a problem. But I just hate to see us lose at Rupp Arena especially back-to-back, and I hope that uh, the team, um, you know, I hope they stay focused, stay hungry, keep trying to improve on defense because defense is the only thing that I think could stop these guys from becoming an excellent team. Um, If they could just somehow learn how to play defense, I think they could win the championship. And like I said, I still think, um, you know, it's possible that we're going to get a good seed in the tournament because I feel like a lot of teams, there's going to be a lot more upsets um, this season. So I feel like there's going to be a lot of high seed team with six, maybe seven losses. So hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully Kentucky can hang in there and get us a good seed and we can start off and have a good tournament because we, we're due for another good run in the tournament. We need another good run badly. Um, our fans, uh, you know, we getting impatient. We want to have something to talk about uh, postseason. Uh, we don't want to be out of here in the, the first weekend. So um, hopefully, uh, you know, they, they can turn things around over. But anyways, I'll wrap it up right there. You guys let me know how you feel about um, the last couple of weeks of Kentucky basketball. Do you still feel like we can win the championship or do you think um, – on to next season, as they say. And also, uh, let me know how you feel about Calipari's style and Calipari's coaching decisions. Are you still a big supporter of Cal if you ever was, or are you starting to change a little bit, sort of like I am? Just let me know, and we'll get back at it next time on Sports and Discourse with Derek Stevenson. <laughs>